Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 29, Pass Forward Turbo. Hi, <laughs> I am Corey Draper. With me, as always, are my Rangers, Ooh. Colin Harmon. I'm an honorary Ranger. And Wes Allen. <laughs> That's Sado. No, Mr. Accent on the dough. I don't know what you just said, but I'll move on. <laughs> Are you free of the dark? Oh. Everybody knows that except for you and me. I, well, you know, I probably would have known it 15, 20 years ago. But when you were an avid watcher? my ma- Yeah, my mind has since moved on to uh, Being not things. afraid of the dark. <laughs> Being not afraid of the dark. <laughs> yes. So, sorry for our absence. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. I would say a combination of work plus vacation plus more work has gotten in the way and of moving. our ability and and moving yeah. for for Wes. Colin uh, visited ye old London. Yeah, foggy London town. There. Except foggy we had fantastic weather, so that was all a lie. Yeah, I don't believe anything I hear anymore. You went at the right time, I guess. I really did. It was great. And uh, Wes went in. He was in the middle of a move, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Mm-hmm. And then changed dumpsters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then I'm just lazy. So, uh, nothing has changed. Corey's feeling fat and sassy. (laughs) And sassy. (laughs) Doyle! Okay. So, as you can probably tell, we're a little off our game, but good for you guys. This episode will be the only one of the month, but it will be a little bit longer because we have a lot to talk about. You might even call it a mega episode. A mega. Oh, I like it. You're welcome. A power episode. More (laughs) phenomenal. Yes, a power episode, if you will. So, uh, moving. Right along, we're just going to kick things off with our new segment we like to call our Power Rangers Minute. <laughs> I love that you had that ready. Yeah, just, just kidding. Fantabulous. Um, it, I, it's a joke because we talked about Power, Power Rangers basically every news segment for the last few months. And lucky for you guys, that's not going to end <laughs> because the Power Rangers movie came out while we were on our little hiatus. It happened. And I know Wes saw it. I saw it. I just saw it, so yeah. we'll have a lot to say on it, but we'll get to that later. Let's yeah. go into actual news, our actual news segment called A Recurrent Affair. Okay, so Much more a lot of news to catch up on, news that pertain to things um, being remade and rebooted and, and things that pertain to our childhood. So to kick things off, there's going to be kind of a Matrix reboot? Yes, tell me about which, this. Uh, apparently, I loved that movie. Not actually a reboot; it's more kind of a like a, a spinoff series, or spin, not series, but spinoff movies. Yeah, there's little to know about it right now, but okay. I think there's just going to be more stories set in that kind of universe. Which are they saying movies, or is it probably everybody okay. wants to like bank on the universe kind of thing now? So. Well, I know my wife will be excited because The Matrix is her favorite movie. I love that movie. I feel like that's one of those movies that I wish I could have the little men in black brain eraser thing and watch for the first time over Uh, and over again to have my brain blown every single time. It would be so awesome. You know, I feel like I was uh, cheated out of a good first Matrix experience. I never actually got to see it until like well after it was on VHS. Oh. but before it was on, before I saw it on DVD, it was like in that weird because it came out in '99, and okay. I, th- I feel like I didn't see it till like 2001 before everybody had a DVD player. So I watched it on VHS, and like everybody had already obsessed over it and moved on 
<laughs> and then I saw it, and I was—I still loved it. I mean, I still, was, but I just feel like I was cheated out of like going to the theater and being blown away because of the revolutionary bullet time effects. Yeah, that it had. So. It was pretty mind-boggling, in its own right. It was. It was okay. So moving on, there is speaking of reboots. There, the trailer was released for the new It movie. Which I recently watched. It's very spooky. I do not like movies like that. <laughs> yeah. so I don't think I will watch so it. So it was a cinematic yeah. adventure. I, I will say I'm I don't like ho- recent like modern horror movies. Okay, but like it looked very good to me, and it actually did scare me. I'm not scared of clowns at all or anything, but it did kind of creep me out. And it has very much like that kind of Stranger Things vibe, and it even has a Stranger Things kid in the movie. Ugh. But it looks pretty good. It's shot really beautifully. Yeah. It- It's like crazy. It does look really cool and very well shot. Continuing on with the things uh, rebooting or coming back, we have a Roseanne revival season that was announced. It's going to be on ABC. What are they going to call it? Uh, Roseanne 2. (laughs) Roseanne Returns. (laughs) Roseanne Returns. The Return. Back of the Habit. Um, King Size. Yes. Did y'all ever finish watching Roseanne like in their last season? So it ended really weirdly, right? It did. Like it they, was they, the last season they won the lottery. Yeah. Okay. Which was like such a reversal of like, you know, the blue collar kind mm-hmm. of like low income family kind of dealing with that. They won the lottery and so the last uh, last season was just like extravagant like lifestyles of the rich and famous mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they ended the last episode with that Roseanne was just coping with the death of Dan because he had yeah. died from a heart attack the previous season. Oh my goodness. And she was just writing all this stuff down, like what would it be like to be rich and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, so is Dan going to be a part of the new season or like how is that going to work? I, I bet they would work him in somehow. I mean, yeah. I feel like you can't I doubt have Roseanne everybody, without him. I doubt people stuck till like the last yeah. episode. So they could probably just like nix that. I remember that he died, but I couldn't remember if it was in that season or not. And I just heard that it was like kind of all in her mind or something. Yeah. Like uh, saying elsewhere. Kind like of he had a heart attack, but it seemed like he had So that survived. was part of the real part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, I wonder if they would bring it back as, like, uh, he is a figment of her imagination. Yeah. In certain sense. Like, it's almost throwback recall of memories right. or advice or things like that, like a voice in her head, maybe. Yeah, yeah which would be interesting, I mean, because he's clearly aged 20 years yes. or 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and and lost, like, 200 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true. So, uh, I mean, there's lots of devices you can go there. Either way, it's going to be kind of weird because it is a sitcom. It's funny. I think that's kind True. of what was so weird about Roseanne is that it went super dark, which I feel like a lot of sitcoms of that of that yeah. era went super dark at times. But um, Got real anyway. serious about drugs and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll watch it. As Wes is wearing a dare shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still repping. It would be interesting to see, um, all, all, like, uh, Sarah Chalk and... Is it John Galecki? Is that his name from Big Bang Theory? People oh, who, yeah, are, yeah. who have yeah. moved on and done other things. Good memory. Coming back, and uh, you know, as well as the people who haven't really done things since then. But anyway, so I'll I'll watch it. I'll watch it too. Yeah. Thanks, ABC. Yeah. Abasa. And we'll continue on that train of things coming back. Netflix, Carmen San Diego series. Carmen um, San Diego. I don't know if you guys. That's the best I can do. Now. It's a series. It's actually about Carmen Sandiego, right? Yeah, like it's I think. Not do, you remember the, yeah. do you remember the animated series? I do, that, yes. Yeah, I think it's probably more in line with okay. that. It's not going to be a game show. Which, that's that that's something I would watch if they brought back the, the game, game show. show. And yeah. then brought back Rockapella. 
specifically for wow. that. Wow, that would be cool. <laughs> and Chromosphere is doing the art for it, which like oh, they do be like beautiful stuff. Explain yeah. to those of us who don't know well, what they, that is. What did they do? They did a like a lift short video that was like an animation that was like. Say it was sh- Chromosphere. Chromos- Chromosphere. Chromosphere. Yeah. Trying to think what they will, uh, but it's very like textury, kind of painted looking. It's just really like unique uh, animation yeah, they style. Did a lot of stuff for like National Geographic very recently, but it's very like very simple forms, but very like still 3D. It's like 2D, 3D stuff. It looks really cool. Gotcha. So Google it is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. We'll okay. Put it cool. in the show notes. <laughs> and Mystery Science Theater 3000 is back. Ah. It's official. And, it is. and quite good. And quite good. I think all of us have seen at least an episode, right? Yeah. I think I've seen four or five of them. Okay, That's awesome. I've only seen the first one, and I the, the first one I was I was like, yeah, this is it. Like they completely. I mean, the only thing that's really changed about it, obviously, is like the cast and it's up, and the voices. Up, and it's so, like yeah. upgraded, yeah. basically, but it's still it keeps the same tone and the jokes and and the movie and everything. And it they was, still have like the crappy like models that they use for like, right. the, like everything is still handmade. Yeah, yeah. Which is I thought they awesome. did a great job of keeping it true to its form <laughs> and low budget, but still up- updating it to where it's not like. Okay, this is too much. Yeah, like tonally, it's just spot on. Absolutely. So yeah, it's still very like uh, it'll be it'll continue to be a cult classic in yeah. a way that I am very happy with. Yeah, I feel like Jonah Ray does a great job of like taking place of the the hosts and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I love that they even still do like the bumpers, like the Little commercial things, yeah. bumper oh, yeah. kind of yeah. things. So cool. Well, I wonder if they're doing that if they're doing it for nostalgia's sake or if they're like, maybe we'll get picked up somewhere and actually show Well, they on TV. started off uh. as a Kickstarter, so like they probably started filming it without knowing who was oh, going to pick it up. So it might have just kind of bled into that Netflix yeah. kind that of makes sense. format. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I think and they're they're going on tour this summer, which should right. be fun. Right? Yeah, they're going to actually do live shows, which is very uh, interesting. And the three of us should definitely go to it. Yeah, when it's in Atlanta, I think we should definitely go. Yeah. All right, and I think the last thing on the list is April Fool's Day. They uh, kind of came out with a video that had a lot to do with a topic that we discussed yes. recently. Which Did you was watch it? The Sinbad Shazam movie, and I did watch the video. It was basically, was it college humor or was it college humor, funny or yeah. die? College humor. Uh, college humor, which somehow still exists. <laughs> made, this, <laughs> made a video of, I mean, obviously this is a, another Google it thing, made a video where it was Sinbad. It was like the lost footage of Shazam that everybody has been talking about that they remember that actually doesn't exist. Yeah. So. But the fun thing that was so fun about it is they had peppered in all of these really fun, uh, just different Mandela effects effect uh things where there's like you know things with curious george and there because you have a tail or there was kit kat like does it have a dash right all these other things that your brain has written these weird memories with <laughs> yeah and it had a yeah. newspaper with a nelson mandela yeah headline yeah to it it was really clever how much yeah it was cleverly done i was yeah. very impressed yeah I, I liked it and it's all shot in four three and looks like garbage mm-hmm. but it's appropriate yeah it's very good okay so on to our topic of the day if you haven't guessed mm-hmm. already it's Power Rangers centric. Mega topic. Uh, it, it's funny because Wes and so I. So terrific. <laughs> any of the, um, let's see, uh, Power. I got nothing, guys. I'm an improviser. <laughs> I tried to add a third one, uh, but I'm trying to transition impressed. things, and you guys are throwing in jokes, my and bad, this is just bad. a bad day. Power for me. Rooney? Onward. Power, sure, Power Rooney. 
Okay, so uh, it's morphin' time into our next uh, topic. Uh, that's all I got. Proud of you. Anyway, so it's it's interesting because Wes and I ha- are, were super into Power Rangers when we were kids, but Colin never got into it. I never did. So Nerd. It never- our, <laughs> our main, outsider. Yeah, our main topic for the day, Colin is going to be kind of an outsider, which I think might represent a lot of you listening to this. So if you feel like... I never really got into this. I don't really know much about it. Know that you have somebody in your yeah, corner. I'm here for you. You can keep listening, and maybe you can relate to something that Colin uh, has to say or questions that he might have for us dorks who yeah. are talking about this childish series. You beautiful nerds. So I think we can start off by talking about how we got into Power Rangers and our experience with it as kids, uh, me and Wes at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, and then maybe Colin, maybe from the outside looking in perspective, of kind of our introduction to it and then our, the effect on our lives. So Wes, do you, if you want to go ahead and start. Well, I got into it, like I kind of was a little late to the party. I feel like uh, my friends were talking about it, so I kind of tuned in. It was like well past when like the Green Ranger was already oh, part okay. of it and everything. So I had to like catch up, which during the 90s, it was really hard to catch up on TV shows. You <laughs> there could, wasn't really a whole like, surplus go back anywhere. And binge it, so it, yeah. was, it was an interesting time. And like I got super into it. I even had like a Power Ranger club that I started where it's like we were really? all like certain nice. rangers and everything and like with your friends or yeah, family or with my friends. That's awesome. <laughs> so which yeah. ranger were you? I was the Red Ranger cuz I was the leader of the club so I get to be nice. the Red Ranger. Yeah. And it got really awkward when the White Ranger came mm-hmm. became the leader. I'm like I'm still the leader now. <laughs> I'm, I'm Red Ranger, I'm still the leader. So now. basically you were larping yes. as kids. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It is true. Like we, it was almost like fan fiction in a way because my friend, like, he was the Green Ranger, but he could like morph into like a, a small dragon in and real all life? this kind of stuff. Yes, in real life, this <laughs> actually happened. What a cool friend! Yeah, but yeah, we would do this during recess and stuff, and we would get all the girls and be nah. very popular. <laughs> of course, yes, they carry you through the streets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, yeah I got super into it. So, so did you have uh, girls a part of this group to play the girl parts, or was it all, all I dudes? I don't remember, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys made one out of a mop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kimberly. And you're yellow. <laughs> and dirty. Yeah, okay. Well, my experience was um, I actually – I got into it pretty early, but not as it started. I remember I had a friend who was super into it, and I knew about it, and I was like, come on, dude. Like – this is kind of childish. Even in, I probably, I was third grade at the time, maybe, mm-hmm. or second. Yeah. He's like, no, you got to give it a chance. Got to give it a chance. So he was over at my house one time. We watched it together. And I was like, all right, actually, I like this. And I just took a deep dive, just went straight into it, did not miss an episode. Wes, you mentioned how hard it was to catch up on episodes. I, I learned how to use a VCR because of Power Rangers. I oh. think I did, too. Yeah. Because there were certain VCR episodes plus. where I'm like, I want to see this villain or something yeah. like that where – I would tape it over and over again, and I think that's kind of how I got caught up. Yeah, well, I hope my brother isn't listening to this right now because just the sheer mention of this probably gives him flashbacks and PTSD from this Did traumatic you experience. Him or something. So my <laughs> brother was very into baseball and is very into baseball, but at the time was very into playing baseball, and a rare occasion happened where. He was in a Little League game, and someone was filming it, and he hit his first ever home run. Okay. And 
he loved that tape because it was such a huge moment in his young life mm-hmm. that he played it over and over again and like observed his swing and tried to replicate it it's and just like totally and it, it might have been unhealthy one might say so I may have done him a favor, but <laughs> I always set the timer on the VCR to record, you know, at four o'clock or whenever it came on, so I wouldn't miss it uh, coming home late from school. And this is where the story kind of gets blurry. <laughs> the way he tells it, a is, lot of tracking going on. Let the record show. The way he tells it is he would t- put in his tape to watch his home run, mm-hmm. and. As the pitcher is winding up, you hear, go, go, Power Rangers. (laughs) And, like, right before he even takes his swing. I remember it as he takes his swing, it goes over the fence, and as he's rounding first, that is when Uh, the the Power Rangers starts. But (laughs) until we find that tape, which maybe never, we'll never know which one it was. Mm. So, anyway, that was my experience with the Power Rangers. I never missed an episode, and I did also LARP with my friends. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And... The like, if I had my friends who had sisters would become, you know, be the pink ranger or yellow ranger, would probably be minus one. We never actually had a full set, I don't yeah. think. My sister even participated sometimes, but Ooh. I think she may deny that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, very obsessed with it. And, um, what was your experience when the movie came out? Did you see it in the theater? I did see the, the original movie. movie. I was in, I was about to go in fifth grade because I think it came in. Like uh, the summertime. This is the 90s. It well, came right. out in summertime for yeah, sure. Okay. The 90, yeah. 95. Yeah, I definitely remember seeing it in the theater. I think we were on vacation. I saw it with my dad, and I could feel like my dad being tense, being like, are we still seeing like Power Rangers stuff? <laughs> like, you need to freaking grow up, dude. You're about to be in middle school. Stop this. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to grow up, hun. But like, he's polite, so he kind of like, I could feel him just kind of biting his tongue a bit and like, yeah. Oh, man. I was so excited for this movie. And I, um, when I was playing around with uh, with my friends, I was always the Green Ranger slash White Ranger. Okay. Um, and then one of I actually end up having a girlfriend at this time. So it was like my first ever girlfriend. Right when the movie came out, no more. Well, uh, so funny you mentioned it's that. Me or the, mo- it's me or the movies. So. She would always be the pink You'd ranger. You'd be Kimberly or not. Exactly. She was always a pink ranger whenever we'd play around. Uh, the thing is, is that I didn't actually like her. I was guilted into uh, being her girlfriend because she really liked me. It's a long Women. story. And it's weird kids, so who cares? But I remember watching this movie with her, and she wanted – she was like, can I put my head on your shoulder? And I was like, no, here's a blanket. Put your head on that. <laughs> I'm trying to focus. And then I'm I f- cold. Here's a jacket here. Exactly. I feel like it was a week or two later that she broke up with me. <laughs> so I have some big life events tied with Power Rangers. Apparently, clearly. yeah. And I cried and everything, even though I didn't like her. So, yeah. But anyway, I Never loved the movie yourself. when it came out. I love the movie when it came out. And I remember getting the – I was so hyped for it. I remember getting the page ma- – renting the Page Master. Do you guys remember that? What yeah. is the, the animated Master? cartoon with Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Oh, yes. And <gasps> it was about him adventuring with books or whatever. Yeah. I didn't really care. I just rented Forget that VHS that. because the Power Rangers movie trailer was on that VHS. Wow. So, That's a good yeah. memory. The days before the internet, yeah. this was the only way That's you could see That's how you get trailer. your trailers. Um, so I loved it. And – uh, I loved it to the point where I held on it probably held on to it probably a little too long, like you kind of alluded to, yeah. Wes. And I know you had this experience where I feel like at this time I was embracing being a kid. 
I loved Power Rangers and I really held on to it because, hey, I'm in fourth grade. I'm in fifth grade. These are things I'm still excited about. But once It's my first car. It's fine. But <laughs> a funny thing exactly. Uh, so the funny thing is once you hit middle school, all of a sudden everybody is, hey, we're in middle school. It's time to grow up and act like we're older than we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what led to a lot of bullying Mm-hmm. because I was still trying to embrace the things that, you know, it's not just Power Rangers either. I mean, it was Nicktoons. It was like, you know, whatever, yeah. still watching Snick or whatever it was. Things that I later found out that people still watched at that time. Yeah, they just you just didn't, didn't talk it. about it. Yeah. But I was still embracing it and just kind of being myself. Living and I think loud. that led in middle school to, you know, kids making fun of me and telling me to grow up and all that stuff. So, Wes, did you have a similar experience? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that was kind of like my Angus transition. But like, I remember the moment that I realized, wow, I'm way too old for this and I need to move on. <laughs> like it was, I think it was during the time when um, McDonald's had the pogs for the Power Rangers movie that that's came a, out. That's a very old fashioned sentence. Yes, <laughs> all of that. And then um, we were riding in the car with my sister and they have a relative. I have a half sister. So like their relative wasn't my relative, but she was sitting in the backseat of the car with me and we got meals and she got a happy meal. I'm like, Hey, can I, can I have your Power Ranger pogs please? And she gave me like the most like stink eye look ever <laughs> as she like handed them over to me. And I'm like, uh. Oh God. And she was like younger than me. And I was like, mm. oh man, I'm way too old for this. I need to move on from this. This is That's ridiculous. Awesome. I don't know if I had a moment like that. I think it was just once they transitioned to Power Rangers Zio, I was like, all right, this is dumb. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if I ever learned my lesson there until I hit about eighth grade. But That's so fun. It, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's kind of a sad thing. And maybe, I mean, Colin, do you have an experience like this? Like, did you like hold on to anything child childhood wise that maybe you would have held on too long and people made fun of you or could have um, if they knew. I think the only thing that I have that's equivalent to that, uh, which I have a question I want to get back to, but I think the only thing right. I have equivalent to that would probably be like, you know when Doug moved from Nickelodeon to, to ABC. like ABC? ABC? Yeah. I still watched it on ABC. Yeah. I like I feel like I was Doug as a kid mm-hmm. in a weird way to the point where like I didn't like wear sweater I didn't actually wear sweater vests at some point not every day <laughs> but like I wanted to like learn everything I could learn about it like even like the weird stuff of like making sound effects with my mouth and like kind of making <laughs> weird soundtracks to my own life in a weird way I just really embody that so that's probably the closest that I have of like getting beyond what was acceptable in an obsessive category about yeah. stuff like that which is, I think that's a great example of uh, of of something that everybody watched. I feel like everybody that watched Doug when they were a kid still watched it when it came on at ABC. Like, I'm finding people are like, yeah, I remember that. But huh. I'm like, when I was a kid, I was like, I, I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I am. Oh, you know, because it was, it, it was something that was childish. Yeah. I just assumed that nobody else was watching it. But then you grow up and there's a, a, like, almost everybody's like, yeah, it's like clearly not this many people. Yeah. From my experience in childhood, like, yeah. it, this does not match up. I feel yeah. like a lot of people had that experience with Star Wars. I feel like we were like oh, in that yeah. time period where like it was like the dark ages where there weren't really like any Star Wars movies mm-hmm. that were coming out. So like if you were into Star Wars, like 
like I got into Star Wars when I was like maybe eight or nine years old. And at that time, nobody else was into Star Wars because nothing was coming out. I only knew about it because my dad introduced it to okay. me. And I assumed since my dad introduced it to me and he liked it that mm-hmm. like, oh, I like this like grown up thing. Oh, okay. And so like I didn't realize until like maybe middle school that Star Wars was like a nerdy thing. Like it was like very much <laughs> in the Star Trek realm of like just yeah. being nerdy. Sci-fi so kinda. it's like I feel like that was the next step of like just being nerdy about something. It was like first it was Power Rangers, which is very mm-hmm. obvious that it was like corny and campy and like childish and everything. But Star Wars, I thought was an adult thing, which it, yeah. it is. Yeah. But yeah, that, that that was like the next phase of that where it's just like, oh, crap, I'm still nerdy about something yeah, well, that I and, thought was adult oriented. So my parents loved Star Wars, but they weren't they didn't they weren't like big fans of it. So but like you're you're mentioning we kind of grew up in that dark period. I grew up as a kid just knowing immediately if you like Star Trek or Star Wars, you were a nerd. Yeah. Like all the way through. Okay. And so maybe that's what prevented me from getting super into it. But then you come to find out later that everybody has seen Star Wars, yeah. and everybody actually and, and enjoys na- it. And now it's like it's yeah. not nerdy at no, all. Like yeah. It's so mainstream a, at this point. Like you're kind of weird if you don't like Star yeah. Wars at this point. Well, which it's is such a weird thing to think about. Well, and now. like Marvel and like superheroes, are yeah, like the same exactly. way too. Like if yeah. you were obsessed over comic books, you were a nerd. Yeah. You know, like you if you knew everything about Captain America or Spider Man or whatever. But now it's kind and of and it got to a normal. place yeah. where I know that we both have this situation where it's like. The, these things were nerdy, but then you got get to a place where you're just, you're just going to own it just because yeah. you're it, just yeah. like, okay, fine, I'm a nerd. If you don't like these like yeah. awesome things that I'm into, then fine. Like I like them. I like comic books and Star Wars and all this stuff. And yeah, I think that it, if we want to go super deep dive into uh, kind of philosophy or whatever, uh, that uh, you're right. Like I think the the moment I learned, and it was probably not until early high school after my middle school experience of like saying like, okay, I've tried being myself that made me feel bad about myself. So I'm going to try to be like other people. I felt even worse about myself. And then it was like, Oh, wait a second. It wasn't the fact that I was being myself that made me feel bad about myself. It was the fact that I was listening to other people tell me who I was. So I embraced who I was, started wearing, you know, Ninja Turtle shirts in high school and stuff. Going back to that. Like pre when this was like accessible stuff. Yeah. You had to go to like niche stores to get that kind of stuff. And And you didn't even have the internet to get that. Yeah. Throw a rock and you can get like a hoodie with like Star Wars Mm -hmm. or something on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like over the next couple of years, suddenly it's like, people are not making fun of me anymore and I'm actually having more friends and I'm getting more popular and all this stuff. And it was like, oh, the key to having a good childhood or high school experience is really just not caring what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's such a cliche thing, but if you hold that key, and actually that goes into your adult life too. So life yeah, lessons, sure. everyone. Yeah. Cause Be so, your own self. Which that's kind of like around like what my question is. So like just to... For myself, like I think about what I was saying about Doug and why I gravitated toward that so much as a kid. Like he had such a spectacular imagination. Like the whole show was kind of like in his imaginary world. And he was like uh, romantic about Patty and had like a good friend. But his real best friend was the dog Porkchop. And like he drew all the time. And he had like a very simple wardrobe. And Mm -hmm. like he journaled. And he was kind of the weird kid in school. But he was sort of fine with it. And I feel like uh, I still live my life that way. But I feel like in a weird way, it gave me permission to be me. Like, mm-hmm. Doug can do this and have a show, whatever that means. Like, <laughs> I can be me is kind of what it is. So uh, what yeah. do you guys think it was for you about Power Rangers that, like, I mean, maybe you could answer this two ways. 
why do you think it was such a huge deal being as campy as it was and kind of silly and like obviously not in English in a certain mm-hmm. part of it initially? <laughs> what was so appealing about it? Like I was never into karate or I never did any of that uh, kind of stuff. So there's none of that. Like what yeah. do you guys think it was for you guys I think, I think for me it was like a combination of things where it's like Ninja Turtles was kind of going off the rails at the time. You're, okay. It was, that yeah, was starting to get true. nerdy. Okay. So it's like, especially like watching a cartoon like that. And I feel like when Power Rangers came out, it was kind of a mixture of like the same elements that Ninja Turtles had, like the different colors and the team and like the karate element. Uh-huh. And it was mixed with kind of like Saved by the Bell or something like that, where you have these teenagers that you kind of looked up to. And then it had like kind of like the Voltron kind of like mm-hmm. robot zords and yeah. all like so it had like so many like elements smashed together that you're like how can I not like this <laughs> yeah it, it was just like it came out at the perfect time it really did I oh. think that's a great point like it was right on the decline of Ninja Turtles and it's yeah. picked up right where it left off and it's okay. humans now so it's a lot more relatable yeah that's true um, and you know they they're teenagers still but they are actually in high school and you're seeing them be teenagers like and how it applies in real life rather than living in a sewer <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yes. Exactly. And also, oh, uh, Kimberly's really hot. And, uh, you know, she now is my dream girl. And it's like uh, so and it's hitting you at that time where you're starting to notice girls. And 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 then also the toys. I mean, honestly, the toys are really something like that. Yeah, that's true. Being able to put the Zords together to make Megatron and then have the the uh, morphing, the actual morphing action figures where you could push a button and they would go from their normal head face to their yeah, yeah. My brother had helmet oh, face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So just that they had really cool toys and I think that's just and then also the social aspect of it, having friends that were also into it. But, I mean, and I think that like it was it was like one of those shows that it was kind of rare at the time where it was like continuous story almost. Uh, so like you kind of had arc. to keep up with it. That's true. Like even though it, like it was really repetitive, it's like you start off and Rita makes a monster and they have to fight it and then they it gets bigger and they fight it, fight it with the Zords and it falls backwards mm-hmm. and explodes and they're all fine again. <laughs> like every episode was like that, but at least had like a story kind of leading through and they would have episodes that had like four parts to it where you would have oh, to kind okay. of yeah. watch – so I think they had a good way of kind of stringing you through it. That's interesting. That's yeah, they did. Yeah. I just always, because I remember like my brother watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where I'd kind of walk through the room and be like, all right. And like just keep walking. Like I didn't stop and I never really got into it. I don't know what it was for me. I remember I got super loyal to it too because it's once it became super popular, all of a sudden there was controversy surrounding it. Like Ooh. are kids who are watching this more likely to kick, kick and uh, punch people? More violent. <laughs> and I remember I, I was riding in the car with my dad and I think my sister and she was reading something. I don't know if it was a paper or some sort of article and she was saying those words. She uh, It was like those words were like, are Power Rangers more likely to make kids kick and punch each other etc cetera, etc cetera. and i just shout out well i want to kick and punch them <laughs> and my dad goes well said Corey. i couldn't have said it better than better myself <laughs> and i was like that gave me such justification of liking yeah. this thing that i dad validation yeah it was and i i was not i did not fight anybody yeah. ever watching the show you know wrestling however i did do a lot of wrestling <laughs> moves that uh, yeah. Anyway, but but I remember there was a, there was a yeah. time where I kind of felt validated, like it's okay to like this, like this uh-huh. was a cool thing because the the premiere of the second season, Fox did like a premiere, the first through three episodes at prime time on Friday night, really, like on Fox. So that was like a huge deal. They yeah. also did that with uh, X Men. They called it. Uh, 
a super night of superheroes or something like okay. that. Interesting. I don't. Even and I remember, remember that. that like being such like a big deal. I'm like, wow. Like like the adult shows. Like I get to watch oh, yeah. like the Power Rangers at night, like on a Friday night on Fox. Yeah. And it was such a, like huh. a big deal, and they did that with the Batman animated series when that premiered. Mm. But yeah, it was such like a thing that like, uh, and I even remember I was at home alone when the first episode came on, so I got to like watch it in the living room TV, and I recorded it and watched it like four or five times after that. But That's cool. This I, is that that I remember like this is okay to like it because like it's coming on oh, at yeah. an adult time. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a sidetrack, but did you ever watch VR Troopers? Yeah, when that came out. There was, was a ton of the cheap knockoff. Yeah, of, Saban made yeah. so many shows that yeah, were like that. Yeah. I'm like Big Bad Beetleboards. Oh boards. yeah, gosh, I heard, it sounds familiar, but I didn't watch that. Yeah, either. maybe and this whole genre was just like not in my and it's wheelhouse. so interesting. Those shows were the same formula, the same exact really? formula, and it was but made they by didn't the work. same people. Yeah, so it's like what? Made yeah, Power see, that's Rangers. what I wonder. Like yeah. that's what I can't figure out. Like what magic uh, sauce did they sprinkle on? Well, maybe they just took kids for granted. I mean, for me, I saw it as a cheap knockoff. I'm like, gosh, just not the same. You know, you could still. Like the there. Yeah. I don't I'm not sure. Um, That's so funny. That's so, fun context. So I guess we will talk now about the most recent iteration sure. of Power Rangers, the, the newest Power Rangers movie that came out that we've talked about for every single month for the last six years. <laughs> um, we'll actually talk about it now. <laughs> we'll actually talk about this movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, uh, you know, uh, it's worth watching. Maybe when it comes out on video. Yeah, maybe spoilers if you yeah. if you care. We'll like, I don't feel this. like there's much like plot-wise that's very spoilery or anything, but like if you want to kind of walk in fresh, like yeah. I would stop it right here. <laughs> we'll try to avoid specifics. Sorry, but, Colin. I mean, it's unavoidable. I'll but, survive. Um, so... I guess we can start with our overall general feelings of the movie and maybe how it compared to the original. Um, I know I, for one, had mixed feelings on it because there was one part of me where I'm trying to go in with an open mind saying, okay, this is for a new generation. It's their own little new 21st century spin on it. And not everything's going to be the exact same. So I can't expect that. I can't expect them to bring back... Uh, but on the other hand, I was like, man, they really changed a whole lot that I loved about the original series mm-hmm. that I, I I felt like they were changing for the sake of change. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that way? Yeah, I think so. Like, I I enjoyed it for what it was. I kind of walked out of it kind of like how I felt about the new Ghostbusters where it's like I – really enjoyed it like Mm. it's not it's not something that i would necessarily like recommend to anyone but it's like i don't know i just there was like elements that i liked about it there were things that i kind of felt weird about it like kind of being more like uh not really adult oriented Mm. but just more for like an older age yeah so is like a different humor style it 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 seemed like it couldn't decide which it which direction it wanted to go if it wanted Uh. to cater to a more adult audience or if it wanted to go more kiddish and it kind of was stuck in the middle of because they're about they're they're about teenagers so they go through like teenage problems so let's let's kind of hone it in here uh one major difference for me that stood out and i completely understand this decision is the original power rangers were very wholesome they were very you know psa at the end of the show i mean your typical saturday they volunteer on saturdays yeah your typical saturday morning cartoon-esque kind of thing and they all knew you know jason was very disciplined karate master 
So he was all about doing the right thing. So this iteration, there are a bunch of misfits, outcasts who got in trouble for doing various things because their parents just don't understand them. And, uh, it's like Breakfast know, Club almost. Or they're weird. Yeah, yeah, it very, very much, much was yes. a Breakfast Club. Because really? they, they okay. kind of meet in detention, or at least a couple of them do. So <laughs> Wow, really? Is. Yeah. And so that was something where the wholesome part of me is like, well, you know, if you want – if you want your to your kids to see this, you want them to be a little bit more wholesome than they are. At the same time, you can see where it's like, okay, there are people who are kind of outcast and need somebody to yeah. relate to. So mm. it's like I get that. See side. what that mean? Like I like that aspect of it yeah. because it's like I feel like it's more relatable in that yeah. sense. Like totally get and it. And I feel like honestly, every teenager feels like they're an outcast, even though they're not. Like nobody quite understands me and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah. I I like that basically because it, it is like a Breakfast Club kind of coming of age kind of vibe mm-hmm. to it. So that part like it kind of. It, it got me like I like I know that most people probably wouldn't like that aspect of yeah. it if you like the original Power Rangers. But yeah, I, I, I like that spin on it. Yeah, I, I, I actually I'm OK with it. Uh, it. It is very like, for instance, it weirded me out that once I finally saw it, I was like, oh, I know my seven year old nephew has watched this. And then, mm. you know, there's a lot of, of cussing in it and there's a lot of adult themes in it. I mean, from the get go, they reference milking a cow that actually wasn't a cow it was a bull so it's Aye. and they, they they not only make the surface level joke they kind of make it you know three level jokes there yeah, they, they keep going with it get a little like this is the first lines of the movie too yeah. so, so it uh from the get-go it's like okay this is not the old power rangers yeah. here so there, there were times where I was like, ah, I feel like that was a little unnecessary that they kind of took it too far. Yeah. But, you know, it's still, given that, it, it was, I guess it was fine. And like what you're saying is like it couldn't decide what it kind of wanted to yeah. be. I feel like just tonally it kind of did that because like it started off like first three-fourths of the movie is like very dark and very serious. Mm-hmm. And then like as soon as they become rangers, it's like, who, who turned on the lights? Yeah. It's like it you're became right. very bright and like... It became very campy and corny, kind of like the original hmm. series was. Mm-hmm. So it's like that whole aspect just completely swapped and like got, got really turned did. on his head and everything. So well, and it didn't fit because you know these are kind of more real characters, and then suddenly they're making dry quips, uh, you know, and puns while they're yeah. fighting. And it's like, well, these aren't the types of kids that would do that. Yeah. So um, it, it was a little weird, and also tonally, bringing up the tone aspect, they couldn't figure out. Like the soundtrack was really huh. weird at times. It would yeah. go from kind of a more intense dark to very eighties and very like synth-, synth music. They I mean. really pumped in the synth really? music, like is it Stranger like, Things, to make it nostalgic feeling. Yes, but I the guess problem so, but is, is not, like, that's not the time period. Yeah, the problem is it true. was a nineties show. It wasn't an eighties <laughs> yeah, show. So like the soundtrack to the original Power Rangers was very like rock oriented. Yeah, electric yeah. guitar. Like yeah, uh, it, more of a Van Halen if you want to go. 80s but a little bit more yeah so i think they were just trying to hop on the stranger things bandwagon i don't know maybe, maybe that's making it a comeback but then they would start playing kanye west in the middle of a battle so yeah. it, oh well it, that makes sense <laughs> right <laughs> and then it would play like the original go-go power rangers from like the movie version yeah it was like, all over the place all yeah. weird schizophrenic so yeah. let's talk about specifics things i missed okay so they changed a lot of things Okay, Alpha 5 looks a little weird. Bill Hader, okay, it was kind of a... I, I liked that change. I like that I take on it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's better than a floating head on a tu- in a tube. Yeah, Zordon is in kind of a big wall instead of a, a, a floating head in a yeah. tube. And the what I what I missed. This is what I missed. I missed the morphing, like the mm-hmm. way they used to morph, saying it's morphing yeah. time, holding up the coins, and saying they're dinosaurs, and then morphing. Yeah, because the suits are like some kind of. I don't know, but they, <laughs> <laughs> but they're like they, they, they come over them in some way. I feel yeah. like it's not something that they like jump somewhere else and change in a phone booth type thing. Like, yeah, it's like, well, uh, it like can... that's like the morphing kind of thing. Yeah, it's like so, otherworldly. That's what, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. So the original, they had to make some sort of transition from the Americans to the Japanese right. people who are <laughs> or actually the in the costumes. Yeah. So they would do the morphing stuff, and then they would just do a quick cut to them in their suits. Yeah. And obviously, you want to show the morphing here. And the way the they kind of showed it was it was a thing that they had to come into their own to find, to be able to morph. They couldn't morph at first, so they had to train. Okay. And they had to become like a team and like have like empathy and like, yeah. like true, like pure feelings. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of stuff. In 11 yeah. days, by the way, yeah. which, you know, they somehow come through at the last minute <laughs> in 11 days and no karate. And, and they're able to slow walk through the cave out with their suits <laughs> to make a movie movie. Yeah. So the, he said the line is morphin' time and they get into these pods and then suddenly they, they, they morph just because they feel for each other now, I guess. Yeah. And... I, I miss like holding, just hold up, you know, like. Yeah. Don't waste my time. Bit, like, Don't I drag feel it like out. that was one of the things where they changed it for the sake of changing and to be more cinematic when it's like, hey, man, just throw back to a little bit of like, hold up the coins, go for it. Yeah. You know, it's morphin' time. Let's say, you know, uh, uh, Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, Saber Tooth, Tiger, Tyrannosaurus, and yeah. have them, yeah, you know, and then show the morphing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I felt like that was a little forced. One thing that I like. I was kind of hesitant about the suits themselves because I feel like the other suits are so iconic and everything. But it's like I understand that they can't wear the same thing or they had to like kind of take it really sci-fi. But one thing that I wish they would have kind of held back on is the Zords. Oh, yeah. I I hate the new Zords. Like I, I, I look at them and I'm like, what am I even looking at right yeah. now? It's <laughs> like I feel like they needed to be more iconic looking because like I feel like uh, I wish they would have taken like a Pacific Rim direction oh, with the right. zords like if you've seen that movie it's mm-hmm. more of like a classic robot kind of thing yeah and i wish that they would have at least made it look that made it look kind of dirty because they've been sitting there for like what a million yeah. years <laughs> uh so like i that's something that i really kind of like wish they would have done something different with yeah well and with i what i did like about the zords is that they fought with them a lot more yeah like in the tv show they'd call out the zords and then pretty much immediately go to megatron like it wasn't even a uh, like okay. you wouldn't even megazord Sorry, Megazord. Sorry, wrong, ugh, wrong robot. <laughs> um, go, yeah, go to, to the Megazord. Just it's like, okay, let's call it our Zords. Now let's form. With this one, it's like, oh, they actually tried fighting with their Zords for a while, and they were successful. And then, you know, for this one, instead of them saying, okay, let's go into Megazord, it was as if they didn't have enough time to introduce the concept of Megazord. And then suddenly they're pushed into a pit and they emerge as Megazord. <laughs> and they're like, what just happened? All of a sudden we're, we're merged all together. together. We were all stacked on top of each other and, and bada bing, bada boom. Don't explain it any further. Not even in like, not even in, in like the, the epilogue. It's just not explained how they became Megazord. Yeah. And Megazord looks stupid too. It's like, yeah. it just looks like a dude. <laughs> 
and it's like uh, yeah the whole aspect of it and like I, and i kind of miss them all being together in the chest and it's yeah. like so this actually were controlling a body part which right. kind of makes sense but again they didn't introduce the this concept of megazord until just now and they trip once and they're like oh we have to work together like, and I'm suddenly the leg. oh you're the other leg yeah and then suddenly they're running perfectly punching perfectly yeah and it was just like, oh, it was so sloppy. It really mm. was sloppy. And, and it felt rushed and slapped together. And it, like this all happened within like the last like 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It's like the first like hour and a half or so is like just like the kind of trying to develop some kind of character development kind mm. of thing, which is like I kind of like that. But it's like. If, if if you go into this movie wanting like a like a full fledged Power Ranger movie, mm. you're not going to get yeah. that. Yeah, like, a lot of setup. You, you get like a lot of setup and like if well, it, if anything, if they make a sequel, I don't yeah, know how much money. Yeah, my next question: Are they going if, to? I don't know how much money they made, but I have a feeling that it may be questionable. But well, for, for a sequel, it would probably be a good sequel. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a fair point. I feel like for all the setup, they didn't do a good job of. Setting up, yeah. Like it seemed like a lot of <laughs> a lot of wasted That's time. Funny. They didn't do a good job of like making you care. They they developed Jason probably more than anyone else, and then like a tiny bit Trini, a tiny bit Zach. I will say Billy that was I, developed a little bit more. I liked Billy. I did a lot. like Billy. I, I feel like was he was my favorite aspect of it. That kinda, was a great change. He kind of had this kind of. Uh, like autistic take on him, yeah. which they didn't really explain much, but like you kind of assume. Well, he says he was on, he's on the spectrum. Okay. And oh, okay. you know, which, you know, is code for yep. the autism spectrum. But yeah, I, I liked that. And that was great. Yeah. I think, uh, and they, you could tell they did a, they tried really hard to make sure that pretty much every type of person is represented. Um, even possibly in LGBTQ person, mm-hmm. um, they kind of hint at it that I feel like they were kind of dipping their toes in the water there. But I mean, they did a good job of making sure it's like, okay, every race is represented. Well, not every race, but a lot of the major races are represented. And, you know, even a sexual orientation and an autistic person and they're coming together and working together. So that's, that's kind of cool. It's like true kind of people you would not normally see as friends. They have to come together and Mm -hmm. band together. Yeah. That I think they did a good job of, of at least the idea of that. What did you think of Rita, of uh, Elizabeth Banks playing Rita? I think she did a good job. You know, it, uh, the character of Rita, I like that they had her as a main supervillain. Whereas in the show, she's just up in her moon base and keeps throwing her scepter down to the earth and making her monsters grow. Okay. This one, was she was a lot more active in it. I feel like they still could have done a better job with her and yeah, everything. I feel like any any person that's not normally like fit for like a villain role always kind of plays it over the top. Yeah, where they just like much. this is how I play a villain. I just mm-hmm. like Ugh. yeah. It's just like I feel like they probably could have picked a better person for that, but I still like her as that. So uh, I yeah, I'm a fan okay. of Elizabeth Banks. I mean, I I don't have a whole lot of complaints for her. I <laughs> yeah. The Krispy Kreme thing was <laughs> out of nowhere. So it was clear that well, Krispy the best Kreme part of the movie was money. her just sitting there eating. Yeah, a donut. That yeah, that's what awesome. we think of it. Yeah, because I don't. She doesn't strike me as someone who would actually ever play a villain. Like she's more in the humor. No, category. that's what yeah. I mean. It's like it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like the Batman movies where it's like people that normally wouldn't play villains are playing mm-hmm. villains and they just played over the top. It's yeah. just like it was oh, like Jack Nicholson did it well, so I'm just gonna try and copy yeah. that and sure. play it over the top. Let's try Jim Carrey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uma Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think just uh, maybe uh, she was like the last thing on my mind with all the other things that were happening. Um, Brian Cranston as Zordon, I really liked it first, but man, he... it's a He's jerk. Kind of a jerk yeah. yeah, he was just like I didn't like the fact that he was a big jerk. I said, yeah. "Gosh, man, why does everybody have to be this dark character?" I thought it was uh, interesting but, that that uh, he that Rita was an originally a Green Ranger, and yeah. she had the green power coin and everything. Yeah. So you kind of want because, like in the series, the way that the Green Ranger was created is that Rita made him. Like she had okay. a power coin or something. So that kind something of like leads that, into that, why she has that and everything. Gotcha. And they hint at a Green Ranger in the credits. Yeah. Uh, so obviously they're wanting to make a sequel. I would love if they did just so they would have a Green Ranger since he was my favorite. Sure. But, uh, and I've probably, you know, at like a sucker, I'll probably watch the sequel when they come yeah. out with it. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Hoping that maybe it'll be better. Um, and it, I think it might be, we might be harping on a little bit more than I anticipated we would. I still came out of it thinking like it's okay. a very mixed feeling. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just we're kind of nitpicking it, and maybe part like, of it is just us wanting it to be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want it to be good so bad. It's like for me, I feel like if they kept like the character development the way it was and everything, but they kind of had the Pacific Rim kind of tie to it at yeah. the end. I feel like that would have been fit more tonally with what they were doing, or just like go be like self-aware about it and be like campy and corny with it the whole time. Yeah. Like kind of joke, like constantly pulling jokes. They just just needed, and I feel like if they, maybe if they got a different director or something for the next one or like something, I feel like it can be salvaged. Yeah. It it just, it's, yeah, you got to find, you got to, you got to pick what you want to go for and just go for it instead of trying, I feel like they were just trying different things throughout the movie, different styles, different, Mm Like, do, do we want – they didn't have a whole lot of callbacks to the original show. Um, it was more of, oh, we have these elements. I'm just going to make it this thing. Like, yeah. the putties were kind of weird. Of course, putties are weird to begin with. And Goldar was, like, some kind oh, of Oh, yeah, that was another thing I missed. Rita extension. Yeah, Goldar. I really missed <laughs> Goldar being kind of like a first lieutenant of – Rita's kind of and he was like kind of like a was he a monkey or yeah monkey kind yeah of thing? he was kind of like a gorilla kind of guy yeah. Wizard of Oz reference there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. kind of and <laughs> I understood that reference <gasps> he was <laughs> he was kind of a good he could have been a great device where it's like you kind of have like the second villain who is a little bit more comic relief villain gotcha. you know I feel like there was the opportunity there but no he was just this giant blob gold things yeah. and I can relate to that one um, yeah I, I missed I, having a real gold eye there I did notice a few easter eggs along the way do tell uh, Jason drives a red Ford Ranger so uh, he is the he is the red Ranger and uh, he drives a Ford Ranger uh, I see what they, did. they did there yeah and Trini was wearing a shirt that had 1973 on it and that's the year that Trini uh, was born oh. the original Trini the, the actress that played her that's cool because she passed away early 2000s in a car mm-hmm. wreck or something. So I think that was a little homage to her. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Tommy and Kimberly, the original ones were cameos in the audience. Amy Jo Johnson yeah. and Notice that one. Jason David Frank. Yep. Is that his name? And uh, the original th- uh, theme song from the movie was played for the Go Go Power Rangers. Yeah. And I think that's it. I can't think of if there was anything else. Yeah. Uh, oh, that reminded me of another thing I missed. Vulcan skull. Mm. They had the one kind of ginger <laughs> bully yeah. guy who maybe it may have been just a combination of the two. Or I don't whatever. remember them naming him at any point. Yeah, but I was wondering him. if he was going to be one of 
Bulk and Skull. But so Bulk and Skull, Colin, were. Yeah. I, was, uh, <laughs> I was about to ask, like, so why were they? What missing? is a yeah. Bulk and Skull? <laughs> they were they were two bullies, and they were they were comic relief basically. Okay. But they were bullies. There's a w- real big fat guy, and then like a little skinny guy who was his crony that laughed at everything he said. Uh, yeah, and, and he was stupid. Yeah, I mean, really, really dumb, but kind of lovable. <laughs> Kind of like bebop and rock whatever. Yeah, I mean, Basically, really, yeah. yeah. Really. So, uh, I, I kind of I, I missed having that element there. This, see, this and is things. funny. Like, so they... little things that they could have. They could have just done some simple things to give some callbacks to the originals, yeah. and they just feel like they just missed yeah. the boat there. I always thought that it was funny that Bulk, Bulk and Skull were always like in punk rock gear. Yeah, <laughs> like they were punks in yeah. a way, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Roger Klotz. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> start, yeah. Just keep saying things I know. <laughs> <laughs> That was also a bully, correct? That's correct. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. Any other like thoughts on it? I don't. I don't think so. I think we covered it. If they made a sequel, would you see it? I think so. Yeah, I'll see it. I don't know if I'll pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's you know we started off saying we had mixed feelings, but I really feel like we ended up just having a lot of problems with it. Yeah, it's just nerd rage. It is, ner- it is nerd. I think it, maybe it is nerd rage. glorious nerd rage. I, I, w- I would be <laughs> interested to hear like a teenager's thought for it because I guess yeah. that's who this is targeted towards. I don't think it's like kind of fanfare kind of like, uh, like for generation. like original Power Ranger fans. I guess it's like for fans that have kids now that could go watch it or I would be maybe interested. a teenager might be interested. I, I think yeah. that even this is a little too like young for them. Yeah, I will say my seven-year-old nephew loved it. Um, I would like to talk to a teenager who has seen it because another thing that I think I think they did well, I don't know because I'm too old, is that they had these teenagers going through like real life, real life, what would be real life teenage problems. Mm-hmm. And a, a, a prime example is that Kimberly, like the reason she was in detention is that she forwarded, forwarded a picture of another girl to a guy and this – picture they insinuate is very like whoa this Ugh. picture um which i assume is something that happens often in high school where yeah. a, a girl sends someone a private photo and then it gets forwarded to the rest of the school yeah which is not something that happened when we were kids because or when we were in school even high school because cell phones just did not have cameras yeah. on them yeah and we're not easily and wi-fi wasn't really a thing shareable yeah 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 <laughs> so Stuff like that, you know. It was, it I was, chiseled this picture for you. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, so it, it was clear they they were really going for the relatability there with the teenagers, trying to be more real with teenagers. Yeah, that's a good point. But, uh, yeah, so uh, maybe I'll watch it again to see if I can lighten up on it a little bit. But it was um, – for me, I walked away from it saying, okay, it was – I had low expectations for it because you just have to with these things. And it kind of met the expectations. I don't know if they surpassed them. So. I think it's kind of one of those things that you just finished watching it today. But I I think it kind of gets better as you kind of start to think about it more. Yeah. I think you're like, oh, I kind of enjoyed that like more than mm-hmm. I thought I did. Yeah. You kind of have to sit and marinate on it. Well, it's hard also as a as a person who is a video producer by trade. Uh, you know, I'm going <laughs> to be nit- a lot more nitpicky also by how things are made. And there, there were a lot of weird transitions in this that really jarred me. Just and, like editing-wise, you mean? Uh, yeah. Editing-wise and just technical decisions that uh. I, I I saw that most people probably wouldn't see just because they, their brains aren't directed that way every day. Um, so th- that may also have a lot to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, so 
there's there's our Power Rangers review. We talked so much about it. Good job. <laughs> and this is the end until they start making the sequel. So yes. proud of you guys. <laughs> and hopefully from you can wake up now, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully from here until they announce the next one, we won't talk any more about it. And I, hey, if you guys that are listening had any other thoughts on it, if you were a Power Rangers nerd, we would love to hear your story with Power Rangers, what you thought of the movie. Yeah. I know there's tons of you out there who are also nerds about it and also either had different or the same feelings. We would this love is to your hear safe from you. place. Yes. So email us at passforwardcast at AOL.com. You are welcome here. And we will love to chat with, with you about it. Or if you have more short feelings about it, you can <laughs> or long tweet, it, tweet them to you. <laughs> tweet them to us or... Uh, multi-tweet them to us. How yeah. about that? At PassForwardCast on Twitter. And we're also on Facebook, too, uh, if you want to post it on our wall. We, I mean, honestly, we'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on it, if you agree, if you disagree. Or if you think we are such losers <laughs> that you just want to you bulk and skull make, us. You can yeah. still make fun of me and Corey for yes. liking Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, we don't care. Hey, we're going to be ourselves. I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for bearing uh, through us through this with us. If you are like Colin, just sitting over there and observing, I loved it. Hopefully, it was I learned so much. I think if you made it this far, you probably so like were actually interested in what yeah, we're talking. About. Probably were. So uh, sorry for the long hiatus. Hopefully, we will not go so long before doing another episode. If we uh, if we do, we'll let you know on social media. We'll keep you updated. So uh, until next time. The power is yours. Make my monster grow. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, later, snorks. I wanted to say it as creepily as I like. <laughs> <laughs>